1: so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
0: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a Science here to make things make sense. Today, we are talking with Darian Wynn who has the amazing TikTok lab shenanigans. We are obsessed with this interview. We learned so much. My goodness, let's just get into it because I really want people to hear what he has to say.
3: Welcome back. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Really excited about today's conversation because... I'm obsessed with Lab Shengan. Our, he's our um, He's actually our TikTok idol. Yeah, and more than just TikTok, like it's another science communicator who is also queer, happy pride, um and is someone in the space that's just doing something unique and interesting. So
2: Yeah, I- we were we wanted to for the month of June like talk to other science communicators who are queer and sort of, you know, I think there's a specific perspective that needs to be heard and we actually tweeted like can can y'all let us know any like queer scientists or science communicators that we could interview? And everyone was like, Alan Turing, Alan Turing, <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know I'd have to write alive, like currently alive. And it's like, anyways, there weren't that many responses, and mm-hmm. we're kind of like, huh, okay. This Which is obviously- to say,
3: if you know others, like let us know in the comments on Twitter, on Instagram,
2: like yeah, hashtag to- Side Note Podcast. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be interviewing Kind the drag queen who's also on TikTok. Mm-hmm. So Spoiler. there's a lot, on, there's a lot on TikTok. That's yeah. one thing. It's it seems like the new kind of generation
3: it's it's very queer friendly at least my algorithm certainly is uh, as we spoke about before so but i'm sure there's lots of creators that are not just on youtube which were pretty youtube centric so whether they're on instagram facebook tiktok let us know um okay so let's get into it because let's get to this interview. okay
2: oh what did we learn this week so this week i learned about why your dog spins before they poop oh really i was trying to think of a better way to say poop i don't know why i don't like the word poop <laughs> so anyways I, I take a take a dump absolutely like bust out a, okay, a yeah, stinking steamer definitely not okay. better <laughs> um so i had thought that it had to do with the northwest uh sorry I'll north, you like the magnetic south, the magnetic. Um, <laughs> This was taught to you by me. Oh, my God. Okay? I have an aneurysm. <laughs> this was taught to me by you, that it was, yeah. I thought. And oh, I,
3: it was, it's one hypothesis that they yeah. tend to poop aligned with the northwest axis. As-
2: north-south, north-south, oh, north-south. Oh, sorry. North, oh, south, north, my, my gosh. So that was based on a 2015 study from the Czech Republic and Germany, that it was like, yeah, the north-south axi- axis of the Earth's magnetic field, that like they're actually spinning to try and line themselves up with that. But there's actually been, since then, a lot of conflicting research and... The consensus now is that what they're actually doing is acting out an an ancestral behavior to flatten the grass and drive away insects before they squat so it's actually about them sort of trampling down creating like a nice flat surface getting rid of any of the bugs that are going to be like irritating to their anus (laughs) and that's why they do it it's not so much necessarily about the north south. well
3: to be fair i don't think that contradicts what is thought in that sense because the spinning is maybe a separate thing from the direction they end up facing huh okay so like conglomerate together yeah, like the spinning may be useful for that and then maybe they still prefer to line north south. In a very scientific
2: the scientific method way, we will say we have these two studies, uh, we're going to quote them in <laughs> our uh, in our introduction in our abstract, and then we're going to move forward with our newest study and get to the bottom of this. Wow, that's so interesting. So they were what made them come up with that hypothesis because they would just the north south axis? No, sorry, the the bugs. Oh, that—that that was just something that they'd like studied, and they just realized that, like, based on more studies, this is more likely the way you should talk to your friends and family, and be like, "That's the actual reason they're spinning." Whereas the other one's just more controversial, is what they're saying. Huh. It was cool. Oh, so they were in some sense refuting the north-south thing. Just that I think the north-south thing, as you said, has become sort of like the the, the answer, answer, the okay. thing that people will this say. Is just Like a another. They're like, no, it's actually more likely to be that they're just you oh, know, trying to create the. A nice soft insectless place to crush a dump. I know though, I noticed that Ernie our dog doesn't really do that that often. There's a lot of things he doesn't really do
3: normally. But maybe he's that's a when peculiar. he's on the leash. He is kind of a, a quirky guy. Um, but maybe when he's off leash, he'd be more likely to do
2: that. He's super quirky. He just like he just kind of like original. He kinda of like goes <laughs> against the grain and all that. He's like,
3: You're gonna spin. I'm going to stand straight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you. What did you learn? Okay, so this week I learned that for the first time ever, archaeologists have used ground-penetrating radar to reveal an entire ancient city in Rome beneath the ground.
2: Wait, without ever having Sorry, to excavate? it's not in
3: Rome, an ancient Roman city that is near the city of Rome oh, okay. without having to excavate. Yeah. Oh, so wow. I think they knew that there was potential for the city being there. There were probably some ruins and stuff they had come across. But something I didn't realize is that in this particular example, they, they um, did this over, like, many, many acres, and it was over, so this place is 30 miles north of Rome, but they were saying this is so useful because somewhere like Pompeii, which is also in Italy, um, took them 200 years to excavate. Huh. So, to excavate a massive plot of land is now actually, they're just gonna like radar and be like, oh, yep, it's there, cool, moving yeah. on. So, basically, the city is called Falari Novi. I obviously don't know how to say it with an accent. I absence. believe it's Falari Yeah, exactly. Uh, it was first settled in 241 BCE and abandoned around 700 BC. Or, sorry, CE. And with this technique... So they basically had this truck with this device, this radar device, that they would just drive around back and forth and collect these radar readings under the ground. And they were able to find things like buildings, monuments, a market, temples, passageways, a theater. Is it that detail that they know
2: what those things
3: are? Well, I'm sure that's... uh, in reference to historical things as well, right? So based on other cities, there were some interesting findings that why it's so significant is because some things in this city are atypical of cities in, like, ancient Rome. So they have a lot of major city monuments in other cities that they, like statues, for example. This particular city kind of represents a smaller town, and so they're, like, able
2: to see into what life might have been like in less of a major city if you will. Are they not now planning to excavate it for tourism purposes or they're literally just going to leave it and be like it's down there, moving on? To be honest, I don't really know. I I think it's not necessarily a majorly
3: significant city. But
2: still, I I would I would they love might, to go to a little small ex- town
3: that just wait 200 years. And then they'll have it excavated. Yeah. Because I think you have to be
2: very careful and sensitive when you're excavating so that you're not damaging anything. Um, But now they know where to actually start digging. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a plan to... It's possible because then it. there may be artifacts and things that they. It's collect. so funny of like They're making statues. This, yeah, this weird museum on top of that, where you go in and just like look at a computer image <laughs> of it. It's like okay, I got to Google this. I mean, anywhere. the images are really cool. Uh, it said huh. it, this is only considered preliminary research
3: because they collected 28 million data points, and so it's taking so long to go through it all. Wow! But now the conversation is around how can we create algorithms and computers to analyze this information faster. Huh. So this is the preliminary research that they've released but it's such a a, a interesting and significant finding that they want to start sharing it with everyone wow that's really cool cool well should we jump into our interview yes
2: i am so excited uh, well here we have it friends our interview with a of shenanigans and if you're wanting to learn how to make a tiktok we are about to (laughs) learn time to get
3: to know
2: Alright everybody, so we have a very
3: special guest with us today uh, An icon, <laughs> a social media mogul, a scientist um, And I don't know, there's many many accolades we're going to talk about uh, We have in our midst Darian Nguyen, who also goes by the name of
1: Lab Shenanigans yes, yes! If you
3: haven't heard uh, I don't know how many other places you may have started on But we first discovered you on TikTok Is that, Was that your main platform at first?
1: So no my first I guess like my main platform was Facebook, surprisingly.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. Like how, how long ago did you start?
1: Um I think like January of 2019. Oh, oh okay. recent,
3: All right. recent. Well, like, that's like recent. a year and a half ago, though. Yeah. yeah? Okay. okay. So you were make, So just for context for everyone, if you haven't seen Darian's videos, there are, I mean, you work in a lab, which we're going to get to, and what I've seen <laughs> TikToks of you doing in that lab, I'm like, what do you study? Um, but basically, you make a lot of kind of comedy videos, as well as sort of these educational sketches that kind of rely on... Like, as often TikToks do, they have like the voiceovers or the scenes the that you can kind of turn skill, into. The editing skill, the
2: editing skill is impeccable. Yeah.
3: This is also where we're like, always, we're like, yeah, he's definitely way younger than us because <laughs> we can't handle this. We don't know how to do TikTok <laughs> like this. And you definitely have inspired us, but then we were like, okay, we, we're not good enough to do that. So we just are in awe of you. Um, but ultimately, yeah, like, I feel like you teach people using comedy, using science, you work in a lab. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself first and how you kind of got into it all?
1: So I think, like, growing up, for, like, the people that really know me, I've always made, like, dumb, short videos starting, like, maybe fifth grade. Um, my brother, like, bought me a camera, and I always made short, dumb videos, and um, that kind of just, like, carried over to, like, adulthood, where, um, like, on my personal Instagram, I would do, like, a lot of lip sync videos or just, like, dumb science videos, and then I would get, like, a lot of... Um, replies from my friends like darren you should like make your own facebook page or you know you should post your videos somewhere so then i guess i started posting my science videos in science or biochem meme pages and that racked up like a lot of views and nice then, like then, you would
3: just go and po- like you'd record them and then go on to separate facebook pages and post them there
1: yeah oh cool just okay. like i'm I'm in a lot of meme pages on Facebook. <laughs> wow. And, yeah, and I was like, hey, let me just submit this to one, my um, university memes page, which is which is University of Texas. I think it's called like, UT Long Memes for Hornsy Teens. Wait, um, what? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's because our mascot is a longhorn, so I guess that's why they chose the name. And okay, then, I'm horny. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's one um, called, biochem memes for intracellular scenes and i posted my videos on that page that racked up a lot of views and um eventually that prompted me to make my own facebook page um i started out with just daring win because i couldn't think of a name and then over time i was like let me just for now this is just gonna be a filler name lab shenanigans (laughs) (laughs) and then i guess it just Either I got too lazy to change it, or I'm like, no, this is a true representative of like the videos that I post, so I'll keep it.
2: Yeah, it is a good title, I think. Like that's so interesting. So, I just have a quick question: People, have you been recognized yet, like for what you do?
1: So I, I currently live in Houston. Um, I live in like the Med Center, which is like predominantly science people. Oh my <laughs> okay. god, okay. <laughs> it's like the so, the audience. <laughs> for, the past, for the past year and a half, like I would say, I get recognized like at least twice a week wow. wow
2: so do people do people say lab shenanigans is that what they, they say or
1: you... no like you're the guy that makes those videos right? Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I, i'm the only person on the internet to make videos that's yeah me. yes <laughs> oh yeah so i didn't know because
2: i was wondering if you were now officially called lab shenanigans to your face from people actually
1: i think more more recently well right before the pandemic people would actually call me like lab shenanigans
2: yeah okay um, That's. <laughs>
1: It's, it's so crazy. One time I went to Disneyland. This was in August last year. I went to Disneyland. And I got recognized there. Like, wow, that's, that's crazy. I don't know, that yeah. was, for me, that's mind-blowing. Yeah, you you're guys, just like you're a like, random.
3: <laughs> no, it's still the same for us. Like when we go random places where you there's places you wouldn't expect or there's just so many people that you're like, yeah, why would anyone notice? Me? Here but it, it is
2: interesting because we kind of like we always have our guard up when we go onto like a university campus, especially if we were to go near like a science-based <laughs> building. We always are more like... But the fact that you work in one. It's like, OK, I get why that's like going to be very busy for you.
3: Um, for context for everyone, so you are, tell me if I'm wrong, because I just went on your LinkedIn page to find this out. <laughs> You're a research technician at Baylor College of Medicine. That's right. In Houston, Texas. So you went to the University of Test, Texas in Austin. Yep. Okay. And can you tell us like what, what you are researching, what you do in the lab?
1: So the um, so my my boss and I have had several discussions to not like, uh, t- thoroughly oh, talk about fair. the project because okay. we're afraid of like getting scooped because we're like so cl- close to getting published and I'm putting together this paper. But essentially my PI discovered a very unique neurodevelopmental disorder um, in patients. And I developed a mouse model to re- recapitulate her um, key findings in a mouse model. And I've been characterizing these mice and we're definitely onto something. We There are just so many abnormalities in the brains of these mice and so that's essentially what I've been doing. I did like a lot of mouse behavioral studies, a lot of like um, neuroanatomical ana- neural analyses. And so, yeah, we're getting ready to publish. And definitely, no one or actually, there's one group that has developed this mouse model, but it's like, I think they did it in the early 90s. So, uh That's exciting. that is yeah. so
2: giving the listeners a little bit of mystery yeah okay. and
1: because
3: and even in your TikToks, I, you in one of them you were like freezing mouse brains right yeah. it was so cool because <laughs> you kind of give the context like it doesn't necessarily i was like i wonder what he is doing but it was such cool imagery you take a little brain out you chop it in half you squirt some goo on it and then
2: freeze it <laughs>
1: I like how you guys really did your research.
2: Like, I feel... We honestly, we love your TikTok. Like, whenever, I guess, whenever, sadly, we started doing TikTok, which is, like, not that long ago. I'm sure you've been on it for a long time. We were amazed because I think what I really like about your TikToks, too, is it's, like, it doesn't always necessarily lean into teaching someone something who doesn't know science. Like, some of the jokes and things, like, you have to be really in the science, like, zeitgeist to get it. And for us, that was really cool because, like, a lot of platforms really are about like assuming like and a lot of what we do is like anyone could watch this but some of your jokes are so niche that it's like so funny and specific which is like what humor is based yeah. on that like you are just like really good you
3: feel like you're part of the group when you're like oh i get it i understand what his joke is because it's kind of meta and this yeah it's like you're right often we are like oh how can i make sure that someone who doesn't like science doesn't know it for sure gets that and obviously lots of your stuff does that as well but i think that's really cool what what kind of led you to making content like that
1: So I think, I think it was definitely by accident. My very first like educational TikTok was, what video was it? It was the, I'm lip syncing to an audio of, uh, from what's, what's that show called? Uh, Dance Moms? Yeah. And um, what are the, what's the audio? It's like um, something about like moving out of the way, standing in front of a line or standing in a line in front of the door. And I just like applied. uh, I think I talked about mitosis and whatever she said in the audio was so applicable to mitosis. And I think I made that video like actually a year ago. And that video blew up overnight. And I was definitely surprised because I was like, I didn't expect people to understand this. But at the same time, it was like uh, a concept that you learn in general biology and like freshman year of high school. So I was like, okay, I guess people do understand these science videos. And let me try to make more like educational videos, it's also funny, that's also like digestible for the viewers to understand. And so that, I think that was by accident. And then once I found out that people actually like science, <laughs> um, I was like, really? <laughs> I was like, okay, let me just continue making these videos. And I've been doing that for the past year. And um, it's I'm just overwhelmed with like the amount of support that I've received from all my viewers, from like middle schoolers all the way up to like adults. So definitely I feel honored and flattered
3: yeah so how how many followers do you have on tiktok right now uh
1: i think like 430k followers. is that insane wow. like did you ever k means thousand k <laughs> yeah, means thousand <laughs> that's... okay that's okay that's nothing to you guys okay because you guys have like millions of followers no, not but on that... TikTok. No, on TikTok.
3: not on like a relevant platform <laughs> <laughs>
1: drag youtube
3: <laughs> um no it's true i mean like what has that been like for you? Did you kind of anticipate in your life that you were interested in being in the public eye or doing? Because obviously you work in a lab, so that's fairly private and in wh- many
2: ways. And when did you graduate? Like, when did you graduate from school and how long have you been working in this said mystery lab? <laughs>
1: so, um, so I graduated in 2017. I studied biochemistry and theater and dance. Um, Go and, off
2: arts uh, and science. That's I, I was going to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, We'll, get, that there. we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll <laughs> get there.
1: We'll get there. We're, We're getting there. <laughs> so senior year uh, at UT, I was contemplating if I wanted to get into medical school or graduate school. So I knew for sure I wanted a PhD. So I wasn't sure if I wanted an MD PhD or just PhD. And even though I did like three years of research in undergrad, I felt like I didn't really do enough to... I guess I didn't. I didn't think I was a strong applicant, so I definitely wanted to spend at least one like gap year to work in a lab to gain more like techniques experience. Uh, I applied for a research tech uh, to three different positions, and I got this position. And uh, my PI has been absolutely amazing in training me, and I've been working in her lab for two and a half years. And um, last year, I applied for the neuroscience PhD program at Baylor College of, College of Medicine, and I got in. So. Definitely super excited. Um, (laughs) But I'll be deferring for a year. um, And I I won't be joining this upcoming cycle, but I'll be joining the next cycle.
2: The next cycle of your PhD at Baylor? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're, but you're at Baylor right now in a lab. Yeah. Gotcha. But you're not technically doing your PhD yet. Right now, you're just in the lab gaining skills. Exactly. Oh, you're so so smart.
1: no not at all you are (laughs) we keep going yeah Yeah, so did that Uh, did, did you
3: ever expect it to lead to something like this like did you you obviously have been making videos on the internet for a while you said on facebook like you were interested in that meme culture
1: no it's definitely been a hobby i never like making these videos like the goal wasn't to let's hope i can gain a lot of followers i really want to become big it's that was never the the goal. It was just more like I work in a lab at least like 10 hours a day. And by the end, I just my way of like coping with stress is just like making dumb videos. And it's just a hobby of mine. And it just so happens that people like these videos. And I'm like, Okay, let me just continue making them. And so I continue making these videos as a hobby, rather than like, Let me try to gain more followers, you
2: know? That's so authentic, which is something that this industry loves. they're going (laughs) to gobble you up. But it is, it's so interesting because I'm like, I want to meet a person who does something like what we do, who actually hasn't started that way. You know what I mean? Like so many, it's just so funny. Like we started again, like it was so far, we never thought this would ever happen. It's the same story. I feel like for so many science, like communicator people online. But mm-hmm. then I was like, I, I honestly thought because you were younger, I'm like, there's definitely <laughs> young people who are starting because they see it and they know it's a thing. And I was about to be like, like I assume that you would have, because it's so good and because of like, oh. I, I'm so surprised that it is just a hobby. But then I'm like, oh my god, science minded people, we always just have such great intentions.
1: <laughs> if, if you guys notice, I always post my videos late at night. It's just it's when you're prepared. like, yeah, you're done. Work, oh my god! <laughs> exactly, like I will work during the day. And then at night, I'll make the videos and then I'll post it late at night. Right.
2: Okay. So now we're going to be 30 pluses with our little notebook. I'm saying, how do you make a TikTok? <laughs> so truly, like, where do you, how do you start with your ideas? Because what comes first? Is it like the funny dance mom audio? Is it the concept? Like, honestly, we're literally going to suck your youth out of your, <laughs> from your <laughs> oh <my> eyes. <laughs> I'm kidding.
1: So literally like this morning when I was driving to lab, I'm like, okay, so I know I'm getting interviewed. I wonder what questions they're gonna they're gonna ask. <laughs> I wonder if they're gonna ask me how what inspires <laughs> me to make these videos. And you guys are asking, so I, I have this prepared already. I'm okay, he pulls out he pulls yeah. out a script. He's like, so, um, so, so generally, like I'll just like on my own downtime, I'll just scroll through my for you page, and if I come through like come across an audio that I'm like, this audio has potential to be. I mean, like there's so much potential with this audio, so I'll like save it. And I just won't think about it. And then maybe one day if I'm in the mood of like making videos, then I'll just go through like my saved folder and then I'll listen to an audio. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember I saved this video, but what kind of like, what biochem concept can I apply to this? So then what I do is like, I'll listen to the audio and try to find keywords and try to find biology concepts that, that are related to that keyword. For example i think there was one audio that was from the show um it's a dating show with new york and flavor flave okay um, yeah yeah
2: wait what was that called was it called oh when but they're all dating him
1: yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah yeah and there's, Flava there's of a, love yes, 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 <laughs> yeah, yes Yeah. and there's a there's a part in that audio where new york is like i've been on pause and i'm like okay pause that's the key word in this audio what Biochem concept is related to pause, and I'm like, oh yeah, the the checkpoints of like um, during like mitosis, checking to see if like the DNA is replicating correctly so that it doesn't become cancerous. And so I like will kind of backtrack. I'm like, okay, like now let me Google this concept to make sure that I have I can plan everything out thoroughly. Um, and then once I'm like, okay, this concept is definitely applicable to this audio, I'll start recording. And here's the thing, even though the audio is like 15, 30 seconds long, I will literally spend about an hour, an hour and a half recording it because I'm so, I'm so meticulous on like one, how I lip sync to it. And two, like if I'm conveying like the right emotion. It you is. Know, it comes across the musical there, theater, there.
3: and yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the old performer. Yours are. I mean, even an hour, an hour and a half. Again, it's like we're gonna say this one. We're old because I'm like that is fast when I look <laughs> yeah, at how. Yeah. Sometimes
3: when we try it, we're just like for hours trying to break down. Because your,
2: yours are also so well. Like I've never even questioned. Like they're always perfect. So like, do you ever record them outside of TikTok? No, you build everything in TikTok. You don't ever like. Upload videos to uh, TikTok
1: um, I think There was like maybe one or two videos But generally I do everything within TikTok okay, Just wow. because like the, the interface is so easy to use And it doesn't require I think the editing is, is very intuitive In TikTok and I, I love it It's so easy like It's um, user friendly that's one thing that I like really love about TikTok.
2: That's so funny. Whenever I can't do them, I'm like, someone's definitely just done edited this somewhere else. And I like throw my <laughs> phone away.
1: And I'm like,
2: no, that's okay. So true. Truly, but that's especially
3: for the syncing of audio and stuff, it's like, you kind of have to use the app, right? To, to exactly, I mean, you yeah. could do it outside, but you're right. It's like built in to stop it in segments and have it exactly where you I, need it in countdown. I down.
1: tried making it like outside of TikTok, but I find myself like having to play the audio on a separate source, like in an iPad, mm. and then recording on my phone and then downloading the audio and like a a whole
3: extra yeah
1: (laughs) exactly yeah oh
3: my gosh okay so I'm curious how so now you've been doing it like a year and a half or so like since you started making videos in general and I kind of touched on this before but now that you are sort of a public face and you're saying you're getting recognized has that changed your perspective of what you want to do with it or how that impacts your career and life like is this just a thing you're having fun with or is it becoming something bigger than that potentially
1: so definitely, I think you know before this entire thing, I knew that I wanted to become a scientist. Um, at the same time, like I wanted to sprinkle like my theaterness in this somehow. It's I've always been a theater kid growing up, and I knew in, like when I was young that I'd like to become either like a doctor or a scientist, and on the side, like do something theater related, like maybe like perform in a community theater or do improv on the side or whatever. And I think that manifested into like, pretty much me um, doing these videos online. And I've always seen it as two different entities where like, all right, I'm in science mode. All right, now I'm in theater mode, but now I, I kind of want to merge the two together. And I think I've been kind of doing that. So my, you know, I'm still trying to figure things out. Um, I definitely still want to become a scientist, but at the same time, I want to use my platform for good to really raise awareness with, like, all the inequalities in, them, like, science and STEM. And, um, yeah, I'm really just still trying to figure things out. But I know that I'm beginning to mesh the two different, like, science and theater entities together.
3: That's amazing. That's I, yeah, so Definitely cool. don't lose that science part of you. But then, yeah, don't be afraid of, like, the possibilities of intertwining. And I think that even kind of happened to us. Like, we started what we did Because we had interest in video editing and science and performance and like teaching people. And so it was like when you find that kind of perfect combo of the things that you are and like and want to be, that's so nice that you can still remain doing the stuff you want, which is like working in a lab, but also creating and being creative. And there's
2: also room for it. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah. So my degree is in uh, biological science and visual art. So then that's like kind of explains the like drawing of the videos. You like video editing and your degrees in biological science, and you also like musical theater and singing, and, like, that, you can see how it informs what we do, and you can see how it informs what you do, and I think that prior... This is the weird part we can get into talking about STEM maybe now. Like, when you grow up and you're in science, like, no one ever, ever explains to you that you could, for whatever reason, blend your artistic side with your science side. Like this is something I, like, i am really passionate about, especially as a teacher, too. Like, I wanted... I trained to be a teacher, uh, either science or art teacher, and just the whole time you're in school, like those worlds like never collide. They really are like binary. And it's like really sad because you see how like, think about what you're doing right now. You're taking this like creative, like humor aspect of you to actually make people like science. Like it's a huge gap in so much of STEM and we're never taught that there is room for it, but it's like there is. And like, I feel like the popularity of you, like even like what we do, I think it is kind of growing. And just like, even the way you're talking, it's, It's nice for me to hear because I feel like we say these things and we get things mirrored back to us, but I don't internalize them. But looking at you, I'm like, oh, my God, like make a musical. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, like combine those things because people are literally thirsty for it. And it's so unique. And like, even now we've been baked into this like world of entertainment. It's so fresh when you start to talk about science and have entertainment actually intersect well, because People can't do that. Everyone who's working in the arts has focused on the arts their whole life as a stereotype. Everyone in science has focused on science. The people who can blend that are so unique and, like, so powerful. So I kind of want to go into what you were saying when you were talking about, like, like underrepresented people in STEM. Part of why we wanted to talk to you, like, it is pride. And we do want to start, like, you know, being more, like being
1: queer no, <laughs> yeah
2: no <seriously. laughs> yeah that's true like pride's canceled yeah pride but. is kind of canceled but like it, being queer in stem is that something that you care about when you talk about underrepresented voices is it like what is what do you mean by that when you say that
1: who said i was queer <laughs> <laughs> oh, we shit. did
2: I, I did do that ask of you where i was like i hope this isn't offensive it shouldn't be offensive But like are you queer and you're like this isn't an offensive question but it made me think it's like a good like we've talked about that a lot like I have, I actually used to radically make it a point to ask straight people if they're queer, to kind of like, you know, like be subversive and mm-hmm. they'd be like, Well what what? No and be like, well what? So but I'm just like, yeah, um I'm sorry if I edited you, but I again
1: you did tell me. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um so like yeah, definitely like I one thing that I'm beginning to learn is like to really be comfortable online and to not put an image. And I think for a while I was I was trying to put up like this straight image and then I realized like, no, it's just, it's not authentic. Like I just have to be myself. And then that's when I realized like, you know, I'm like hella flamboyant (laughs) in real life. And so I'm like, let me just show this in my videos. And I want like other people to just like also be themselves when they're online too. And you know that, you know, there are gay scientists out there. And I think we're so used to seeing like straight scientists on TV and you don't see, you know, we grew up with like Magic School Bus, Bill Nye, Amazing shows and Do you know Beekman's World? Have you all heard of it? I've heard of it, yeah, but I don't, I don't know. know I watched it.
3: that, yeah. But is that? It might be American.
1: Is it's that, like think of like um, it's like the great value of Bill Nye. It's uh, <laughs> do you know what great value? <laughs> no, is? but like I think well, are or, these? No, I'm like, are I, these American I, things? Or that's are like old? an American
3: like chain of it's, dollar store kind of thing? Like you know, is that? The,
1: there so there's Target and there's Walmart. Okay, um, uh-huh. so we have both uh, those. Beekman's yeah, World is the Walmart version. Okay.
2: Okay, we're getting these we're getting these cultural references. We are Canadian, which is not that different. But for some reason, I don't know what you're talking about in the other sense. But okay.
1: But yeah. So anyway, you're like you're you're just so used to seeing like straight scientists or yeah straight scientists on TV and on like social media, and I just wanted to like show that it's okay to just be yourself and like there are gay scientists out there. So that's just I want to use my platform for good in that way. I think
2: that's amazing because I think it is. Yeah, it's something that you don't we've been doing this world of like um, science communication for eight years and it still is like, it is such a, there's not that many queer people doing it. There's not like in our community on YouTube, we've really been like having a reckoning recently trying to really think about like who's actually the voice of science and it still is straight white dudes. And I know we keep saying like in the Zeitgeist, everyone keeps calling out straight white dudes, but when you get into science, it's just like amplified. It's, it, it's, it's wild, especially as you go higher and higher up in institutions, like there's a really big issue. So definitely like I'm proud of you for like thinking that way because it's like, it is really important. And you might not think it's that radically important when you're just like making a TikTok, but like it is. And
1: like, we- Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: Even as consumers on TikTok gravitated towards you because they're amazing TikToks, but also maybe, you know what I mean? There could have been that part of your voice that we really like appreciated and it like It meant a lot. It's like honestly, and and also the algorithm was like, and you're all gay, okay? (laughs) We're gonna keep showing you this. That's true. When you said your for you page, I was like, what does your for you page look like? Because mine is just like gay af, and I'm like, like when you're saying like funny like. like voice, what, is it, what do you even call it? Like, what do you even call it? Audio. Audio? Audio. audio. Yeah, that's what I th- That's that's the word. I'm just like, yeah, it feels like mine are so similar. Like, do you ever find that you're, is there a way to break out of the algorithm on TikTok so it's more
1: diverse or just you got I, what I you think, get? I think, there was, I think there is a way to break, kind of break the algorithm because more recently I've been trying to get into like graphic design so that I can make more like designs for like my merch stuff. And so before, it just used to be like predominantly um, science and like educational videos. And then I think like one day, um, like someone was showing like a tutorial on Adobe Illustrator, and I just like liked it. And then now like half the stuff on my for you page is like half science, half designing. And I'm also learning how to manage like my own company. And so like. Some business videos too are in there. So it's definitely a mix. I think, you know, once you like a video that's not related to like the other type of videos that's on your free page, you definitely are, you're diving into like another part of TikTok.
2: It is fun to think about like when your algorithm your, Figures out you're gay though <laughs> You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm like what day did my Netflix be like oh we're always gonna show like Darren Chris's face <laughs> on whatever He's in or whatever.
1: I think literally My Netflix just found out that I'm Gay because there's like a whole section it's like LGBT uh, Plus videos, yeah,
3: yeah. videos. <laughs> <laughs> Ours is also weird like our TikTok because we Share that account so I'm always like Wondering how I wonder what it would be like If we just had our own
2: account. Yeah whenever we Whenever I get a toxic video I'm like Mitch must have on i'm kidding (laughs) so wait so now i'm curious because we have no we are not here to help you in any way with business (laughs) um so we will help you tank your business if you want but so what so are you think is that is it a lab shenanigans sort of business like merch like we're so impressed that you already have merch another thing we've never really been able to do (laughs) like what do you have a business part, part of your brain too
1: uh, so yeah, I, you know, I wanted to create my merch for a while. And the reason why I wanted to create it was because a lot of like the science merch that's out there, like not even like lab shenanigans merch, but just like science merch in general with the stuff that's out there, like some of it, or most of it doesn't really like cater to my taste. And there's just like not enough like representation, like there's, I don't think I've ever seen like a queer scientist sticker. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, no, I'm lying. There's this one Instagrammer that she makes like these little cute pins. Oh yeah, seen...
2: what what is it? What's that called again? Um, I, two I, photon I, or fo- something yeah, like that. No,
1: two photon. I love her merch, but it's um, it's somewhere on my website. I forgot. Okay, I think, okay. I'll check it. I think she's French, but she makes like these very cute like elemental um like designs like um elements on the periodic table but she replaces like the actual elements with like um gender identity and oh, cool. they're just so cute yeah but a lot of the the science merch out there just didn't really like cater to my taste and so i decided to make my own and um i don't know if y'all noticed like a lot of my aesthetics is like very retro and, yes
2: like, so i yeah. love that
1: i it's was
3: nice. looking through those
2: yeah,
1: yeah. And,
2: do you design it yourself I, like do you design yeah.
1: the- oh my god so insane. i to, like I want to say like four fifths of my merch are like designed by me, but like the more um, the more artsy ones that are like that require a lot of drawing, I hired I hired artists to design those. And cool. then
2: do you you use um, how do you actually get them made into merch? Just like one of those like merch um, sellers wow. where they take your design and then they make them exactly.
1: Wow. Yes, yeah, so I'm currently using Printful for like as like my platformer or like yeah they're my vendors that make. um, the merch for me or the materials how long have you been doing that sorry how long have you
2: been doing that like making
1: merch uh beginning of this year january 2020 oh my gosh it's a little little business
2: mogul
3: here
1: (laughs) teaching us something you know it's it's been a journey because i am not business oriented at all Uh, i ended up having to hire an attorney to help me like write a contract for my own company you know once once I made my own store I created my own LLC um and then I had to hire an attorney Mm -hmm. to help me get like the gears grinding and put together like um a company contracts of their investors that are interested in wanting to partake in this they'd have to like abide on my terms and like look at my contract so definitely it was a huge step for me and I'm still learning I feel like I'm I'm baby and I'm, <laughs> I'm, baby, <so laughs> I'm definitely still learning and i feel like i have so many things to learn to how to operate a business and even though like i'm doing this by myself i feel like once i hire people i still have to learn many more things how to be a boss how to operate it yeah so definitely i'm putting on my uh Big boy pants. (laughs) How
2: does your, how does your life work with work-life balance? Like doing all of those things to me seems like a lot. Are you really like heavily, like working really hard right now in your life, focusing on that? Or have you reached that point where you're kind of like not burning out, but like, how do you feel about your life, work-life
1: balance? So definitely I experienced burnout, um, about a year ago. Cause okay, here's the thing. I would come into lab. 9am and i would stay in lab to like 2am and make a video or two until like 3 4am oh my god go back to the apartment and then wake up like at 8 come back to lab really it's it's coffee that's what's (laughs) that's the secret but you know after experiencing burnout i think that was like my slap in the face to like really learn how to balance and juggle things and so it's, I'm still learning, like, I'm trying to balance out my putting together this paper, um, running this business, making videos, and, like, I started talking to someone, and I'm like, I, it's, it's really hard to just balance and sleep, too, uh, it's just so hard to balance everything, but, you know, I, I really owe it all to coffee, um, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, I'm, definitely I'm still learning, but. She's a drug addict.
2: About- <laughs> <laughs> Caffeine's the drug.
1: <laughs> exactly. Actually don't sleep. That's that's the key. Wow. Uh, okay. Good. For, are you serious? I, how
2: how often like what is your average night's sleep?
1: Um, I wanna say like five hours or oh so. Gosh. Wow. Do you feel
2: chronically tired? <laughs> you don't seem tired.
1: So it's the coffee. No. <laughs> no, I on the weekend that's when like I really like sleep in up. and kind of catch up on sleep. You'll notice that on Mondays, like I'm super energetic and then when Friday comes around. It's like the accumulation of the sleep deprivation that catches up. And I'm like, I'm tired. I need to drink more coffee. Mm-hmm. But sleeping in on the weekend helps a lot. And really, like I said, I'm still learning how to balance everything and I'm still juggling. So is your, give me, give me a couple more years and I can give you really good, good advice. Yeah, no, honestly, no well, honestly, already I you are. Honestly. Us. Like we, I,
3: I, I, we've gone through that same phase and like figuring it out. Like you do just kind of like, we don't have a business background at all. It is like, when you have to start working with a lawyer when you hire your first employee when you do those kind of things it is like wild but honestly from the outside and you're doing an amazing job like everything seems so polished and perfect and like whenever people (laughs) come to us we're just like it's been too long for us to not have answers of like we have no idea how to do merch we have no idea how to do half the things we do so like good good on you congratulations
2: do your um like STEM, science boss person allow you to take the time while you're working in the lab to do these things like are they aware and are they supportive of you sort of you know doing all these different things having a business or are you finding you have to like hide it <laughs> i don't know
1: so here's the thing in the very beginning um i'm like okay um no one no one in lab can find out that I make these videos because when I'm in lab- This is a like, Hannah Montana vibes. <laughs> yeah. this, is a, this
2: is your screenplay. No. Yeah,
1: No, so um, in the very beginning I, so you have to understand that in lab, I'm very like focused and surprisingly I'm, believe it or not, I'm very introverted. So when I'm, when I'm in lab, like, I just focus on doing my experiments. I don't really talk to anyone. Hmm. And so when I made these videos, like, I was hoping that, like, no one would find out. Um, about a month or two, like, pass, and everyone in my building found out about my videos. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh, my
2: God. Celeb. And,
1: uh, and then eventually my boss found out. And I was, like, so embarrassed. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh, like um, – Dr. Chow, like I promise, like I actually get work done. Like these videos are just a byproduct of stress. Trust me, like I'm not fooling around at night. I really am just focusing on my project at night and working my um, doing experiments. And she's like, no, it's fine. Like as long as you're getting like a good amount of work done, you can make these videos. Just make sure that the institution is okay, mm. in which they have. And so I think ever since then, she knows like how studious and how focused I am, that she's completely okay with me making these videos. And more recently, I told her about like my online business and she's been like absolutely supportive of it. And Uh so I, I know it's, I really, I feel so lucky to be like in this type of lab because I know that there are certain PIs who just focus on science and on on research and they don't really believe in like arts or like anything artsy and that you either are, scientifically driven or like you know anything fine arts related is like something else but my boss has been like so supportive and really helping me foster like both my interests and so I have been yeah I've been just continuing doing all this and we have like a very open relationship where I tell her like how my business is and she even like gives me like good recommendations and tips on how to manage it so she's very very supportive of all that's of this. amazing that's so awesome
2: and it's also so funny because at some point they're gonna like be like wait and then all of a sudden it's gonna be like baylor institute <laughs> the home of lab <laughs> shenanigans you know what i mean like i'm like i'm surprised like that one day it's gonna click and all of a sudden you're gonna be like the yeah. face of it let alone trying to be like i swear Hiding to god it. i'm getting my work done they're gonna be like stop doing your work and be the, like be the face of this thing that's so true okay can we so- like wait go 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 oh
1: sorry um I was saying like, so I did my undergrad at UT and I don't know why, but everyone just thinks that I still go to UT. And so I'll like, still get messages. Like I'm going to find you one day on campus. And, uh, yeah, it's so funny. It's like, is that a threat? Like, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm sure like by the time they hear this podcast, they're going to like try to find me at Baylor now in Houston. Like,
2: Oh no, we can believe that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So, is University no. of Texas okay. <laughs> not in Houston?
1: No. So, University uh, University of Texas is in Austin.
2: We oh, wow, a- cool. We've been to Austin. Half hours away. Okay, cool. Yeah. Austin's an amazing city. Like we really enjoyed our time there.
1: Ooh, oh wait when were y'all there we went for years south ago. by southwest yeah
3: years it was ago. like maybe
2: two or th- maybe three
3: years ago i think yeah, yeah it and was then just we were so gonna cool. be there again this year but then coronavirus happened so yeah
2: we didn't go. i don't know we just i don't know i guess we just had like a stereotype of texas and then the only place we've ever been was austin and it was like yeah, it seemed really it. queer and everyone was in like ripped jeans and it was kind of like <laughs> alt and like it was cool
1: austin is like the more one of the more liberal cities in Texas, Houston is pretty liberal, but not as liberal and open as Austin. Have you spent your
3: like, whole life in Texas? What's up? Have you spent your whole life in Texas?
1: Yeah, like I'm a Texas girl. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's so funny because we,
3: especially as Canadians, we have such a specific view. And of I Texas. thought that you like,
2: have like an accent, like y'all, yeah.
1: like where? <laughs> yeah, like, wait, you sound, you sound, <laughs> you sound like, like you're, like you're, you're from, from ontario <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm the complete opposite of a, a Texan stereotype. Like I'm i'm asian um i'm gay <laughs> i'm not like i'm not i don't have a southern accent mm-hmm. but i do say y'all a lot okay. I feel like that's everyone in texas says y'all okay so definitely i i do follow that stereotype but everything else like i'm against the grain right okay. well that's amazing
2: well it stands out i want to geek out with you for a little bit about like theater like what is your favorite musical or like do, do you go to new york to like take that in or is there a big thriving like texas theater scene or like what
1: so okay so i guess like uh, a little background on like theater for me i i actually joined the drama club in middle school kind of by accident because this is eighth grade i'm taking speech and my speech teacher gives us like an assignment um to put together this speech and uh read this out loud to the class, like next week, the following week. And I typed up my essay or whatever. And then the day it like comes where I have to present my speech to the entire class. And like 10 minutes before my, my speech, I completely, re- I realized that I, I did the assignment insi- assignment, like completely wrong. What? So I'm like, crap. And so like last minute, I just had to like improvise a speech. Huh. And then and at the end of class, my speech teacher pulled me aside. Who's also head of like the drama club. I was like, Darian, like, I didn't know you improvised that. That was so good. Would you be interested in joining in, uh, joining drama club? And I'm like, drama? I don't have time for that. I got to focus on math science. And so then I joined drama club, loved it, stayed with drama, theater, like, throughout high school, but I never took a class on it. And then once I entered college, that's when I realized, oh, I can add theater and dance as my second major. Mm -hmm. um because if you take at least 12 hours and you have a flat um tuition rate so i realized if i'm adding theater and dance like the cost of college isn't going to change for me so that's so uh. cool
3: so it's like why not why not take advantage of that and learn it yeah
1: and so i took theater and dance and i like fell in love with it and um my school has like a little deal with this venue that's kind of on campus, that if, you, if you're if you a part of this um, club where you pay like $60, I think, per semester, then all the Broadway shows that come tour and perform at this venue, you can buy those uh, Broadway tickets for $10. Whoa. So my friends and I took advantage of this deal and for like two years straight, we would watch all the Broadway shows that came across. And that's how, like, I think that was my, one of my first like early exposures to musicals. And ever since then, like I would go to New York every now and then to like watch musicals. Um, more recently in August, I went to go see Waitress. Oh, no. Nice. Oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. 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 We just well, saw that in okay. Toronto
3: like a year and a half ago or something.
2: Yeah. Also, I just want to say uh, this sounds like you got scouted to be in drama <laughs> by your drama teacher if you go way back. That's what that's called. Also, that's also interesting because that is such an important part is like not just reading what you've written. So like it's it's kind of like a cool story even in and of itself where like you were forced to go off script mm-hmm. which is like a really like important lesson that I think takes a while for people to learn but you were like forced to learn and like it kind of just shows you how it makes you like thrive. But yeah, okay, so you like wait, what are your favorite musicals? Yeah. Like yeah we, okay, well, to be honest, we should let's be a little controversial. I did not we like didn't Waitress. Love Waitress. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I don't know uh, what I don't know. How I, do I
1: end this call? Because... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I found,
2: Okay. The reason I didn't love it is I felt like it was a very serious subject, like like domestic abuse. That was sort of like it was kind of like like I, I found the tone hard to deal. Like it was like, wait, is this funny? Is that you know what I mean? Like they would jump back. Like the horrible boyfriend character. I found like. Anyways, okay. So um, <laughs> we disagree on that. What else? Bring it on. <laughs>
1: I also, okay, so I listened to y'all's other podcast, um, Tiger King. Okay. And, yeah, Do we disagree and think, on that? And I think, Mitch, I think you said that you did not like Tiger King. And <laughs> and I was like. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Now, you guys are like Waitress. <laughs> like, <it was> like, <laughs> was not going well. So, uh, so I think, okay, so my other favorite musical is Book of Mormon.
3: Oh that's so good. So good. Thank gosh we have something in common now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, what else? Oh, I love like any any musical that has to do that's like kinda based on a true story or like has to do with like a historical person, like Motown. Love Motown. Oh,
2: I've never seen that one. Is it is it all about like Barry Gordon and the actual like making of Motown?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. And Diana Ross, um the Supremes. Ooh, okay. Uh, Jersey, Jersey Boys.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh,
1: Jersey Boys, and then Beautiful Carol, the Carol King. Oh, oh my God, I, I I've
3: that. heard that's amazing. Mate- yeah, I want to mo- see that. No, one. I
2: need to take my mom to that. My mom loves Carol King. Okay. <laughs> the um, we went and saw one that was like the best. Mu- like Now is my favorite musical, and it sounds so freaking weird, but it was last year, and it was Oklahoma. <laughs> but it was like done, like, it's like a relaunch. It was like a re. Imagination
1: Imagination like, of Oklahoma you know, So they didn't change you, Did you see it? I, I didn't see it okay. But I'm obsessed with the soundtrack on Spotify It's okay like, it, It's like honestly, dark because
3: I never have been that into Oklahoma, Oklahoma Like the original Because it's like It's a fairly old musical But then yeah They really It's the same music But like the When you watch it The context of the show has completely changed And the way they present yeah. it And the way they deliver it You're just like It's like disturbing How was this How is this the same script And everything It's so it's good. amazing but it was I've like go go go. I've been
1: watching for a long time, so I didn't know that they did like a revival until I saw the Tonys last mm-hmm. year. And I think on the Tonys they performed. Um, I can't say no. Yeah, with the girl. oh yeah, yeah, with the
2: woman in the in the wheelchair. Yeah, she was yeah. she's like the highlight of the mm-hmm. musical.
1: And I knew like the original song, and I was like, I I love this take on it. It's so modern, but it's like also I love like a little southern twang. Yes. To and I was like, oh, man, she's such she's such an amazing actress. And I started listening to the soundtrack, the revival soundtrack, and I just fell in love with it. It's so and good. And li- literally, I will. there will be some days in Lab where I just listen to that soundtrack on repeat.
2: That's
3: so like, cool. I'm going to go listen to that after Yeah, this.
1: me too, because I,
2: I really didn't, like, I could, I'm so curious because it was such a, like, visceral, like, such a weird experience. Like it's um, the whole musical, the lights are on, like fluorescent lights are on. The lights never go down. So you're like watching a musical while still completely aware of your surroundings. Like you can see all of the people and it's also in a uh, horseshoe shape. So you can see the other people across from you. It's very gory. There's, like, some extreme violence. So you, like, watch everyone reacting to it. Like
1: I read about that, yeah.
2: It was, it was just, like, crazy. That's but then I, I'm, like, interested because I'm, like, oh, my God. It's, I've never really thought about the music. I only ever thought about that experience I felt that night. Then now I'm, like, oh, my God. I need to so re-listen to that. Because yeah. I felt like it was, like, this thing that, like, I could only have experienced in the moment. But now I'm, like, no. Like, I want to hear her sing. Like, she was so good at singing. <laughs> like, that's cool. Okay.
1: Cool. Uh. So what are y'all's other favorite musicals?
3: Okay, I'll tell you mine um, I mean, like, uh, I loved Wicked for so long But then, and then we've probably seen it like seven or eight times To be honest The more recent times we saw it, we were like, okay I think it's starting to age a little bit But it's still, the music is so good But um, yep. also, weirdly, one of my favorite musicals And this has only been in two cities in the world One of them was Toronto, one of them was London, England <laughs> Is Lord of the Rings, the musical literally so good <laughs> it was famously hated famously called like the worst thing and because they tried to put an entire thing into there three were hours. so it like two intermissions it doesn't make sense there's two intermissions it was First like
1: in spider-man
3: i never saw spider-man but so maybe in contention but um love that obviously hamilton's amazing um what oh hear a
1: funny story yeah so my, um, I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: sorry. No, this is this something? And like the, when gays talk about theater,
3: the I energy, the, is the like...
1: audience is like, where are we going? Where are we going? What's next? Yeah. <laughs> so my roommate from freshman orientation at UT, he's in the touring Hamilton cast.
3: Whoa. Whoa! Isn't that crazy? Wait, so do you sing as well, or were you just drama? Just drama. Okay, but he was. Oh, he he's was just am- drama. Oh, like
1: you're Don't just drama. <laughs>
3: I'm <laughs> um, sorry, I didn't know. Like, so he was your roommate.
1: Yeah, well, for just freshman orientation.
3: Oh, okay, okay. So he's now also, in the touring cast. Do you know like what role he plays, or?
1: I I want to say James Madison. Okay, all right, he's got a uh, name. I, I think <laughs> I've never seen Hamilton. Um, Have you listened so to the soundtrack? Not... Okay, um, unpopular opinion. I don't like Hamilton. <laughs>
2: Wow! We slam the computer down. <laughs> okay, now we're ending this. <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm we're one for I'm... one. We're we're even now. <laughs> Wait, that's so interesting. I'm literally like, now let's dissect think, that.
1: <laughs> think, okay. So I think the type of music that I like listening to is like very like uppity beat, mm-hmm. like hairspray. Like I okay. love. Oh yeah,
3: hairspray is really cute.
1: And anything that's like rap, I, I feel like, like I have to. I have to like watch the show and if i like the show then i can force myself to like right. it. yeah because then you can kind of honestly
2: the- i really so my thing is that I have, like, I love music so much and I listen to it all the time, but I really have a hard time, like, with lyrics. Like, like Mitch will be like, wow, this song's so deep. I'm like, what's it about? Yeah. Like, I just, like, love the melody. entire Hamilton soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. So, like, <laughs> I also, I really liked the Hamilton soundtrack, but I didn't, like, love it. But then after seeing the show, which I'm I'm just, like, mm. saying that you probably will see it and actually have that feeling because you realize how much information, like... Mm. I mean, to thinking about educate like what you do, like entertainment and education, like mm-hmm. that's to me what it's you. about. You learn about like all this history while being entertained, which is like, I really do think that I totally understand what you're saying. Only after I saw it was I actually like, I get the complete hype. Like it is fascinating when you start to figure out what they're actually saying. But yeah, sometimes it's a little bit like, and then I went to the store, <laughs> like that weird like, <laughs> type of rapping where it's like so literal. You're like, okay. <laughs> Um, there, but yeah. what, there's
1: another musical that Manuel and Miranda wrote. I forgot what in oh, the Heights, it. in the Heights. Okay, yeah. so that same uh, roommate uh, at our school, he played as Usnavi, the the lead role in, wow. uh, in the Heights. And I was gonna go see his. Well, I went to go see his show, but before beforehand, I listened to the whole soundtrack on Spotify, and I'm like, I don't like the music. Like, yeah, I don't really like the show. I saw the show, loved it, so good. And now, like, I love the soundtrack. Right. It kind of I brings like new life right. to it.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that so can happen I, a lot. I have a really hot take. I think you might like Hamilton when you see
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, yeah, I, I know that, like, they were going to come to Austin, Texas, and I was planning to drive up to go see them. Um, but, yeah, I know, like, Hamilton is on my, like, bucket list to watch. Um, but right now, I'm just like, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Have you ever seen Spring Awakening? Yeah, I was gonna bring that up next.
1: I've never seen it, but I love the soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, Okay.
2: That's a great
3: one too. So good. Oh man. Okay. So I think we've got. I've got out of my system what I need to about the theater. Even though you don't (laughs) sing, if we wrote a science musical, would you be in it?
1: Yes, i was okay. Oh my god! Or um, even just help us write it. Or help us write it. Help yeah. us do like because wh- this
2: is like our nor- That is a north star.
1: So the first time I saw you guys was which video? It was the the new rules parody. Oh nice. Yeah, okay. I was
2: I was thinking about that when I was looking at your stuff. I'm like, oh, that's like the closest thing we've ever come to doing something <laughs> like what you do. Yeah.
1: I think I saw that video on that same Facebook uh, memes page. Hmm. that i post my videos to i think someone posted your video this is like probably a couple years ago probably two three years ago Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and i think one thing that like really drew my attention was like the lyrics but also like the colorful lab coats oh yeah where did y'all die did that we we, we dyed
2: those yeah (laughs) yeah our friend rachel dyed those for us and it was really interesting because we didn't ever plan for it to kind of be that like millennial hue that like you know what i mean <laughs> it just kind of like came out that way <laughs> yeah she's amazing rachel salt she also does she like wrote a book about plastic she's like really like another science communicator but she's so crafty and so that was like something that like i still look at those lab coats and i'm like these are amazing like i <laughs> yeah, love them the so colors nice. are so good it's Like should we start selling those
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's like we're like oh my god come can on can you help us do that? and should we sell them <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, like, the video was, like, so well executed. Like, I love it. And then that's when, like, I really found out about you guys and, then like, looked you guys up. Like, you guys did a really good job on that.
3: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would love, like, I like doing stuff like that. Not that we don't like the other stuff, but those are, like, the most fun projects. They just take so much extra planning and pre- How long did that
1: take? Like, planning, recording, editing, all that.
3: Hmm. I mean, probably... It was over the t- course of, yeah, we had a team at the time, but it was over the course of a month because we were like, you know, writing the lyrics and then, yeah, recording the song and then prepping and look like f- trying to find a lab location
2: we could work. I was with like, like eating, an, edi- extras eating and- an edible and then like trying to learn the dance, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> which also is like a really funny dance. Like when I was learning yeah, it, I was like, who made of- this? <laughs> it's so like, it's like one of those, like, it's very Dua Lipa's energy where it's like, kind of like lackluster like it's not <laughs> much of a dance but that's kind of what it's makes like it like yeah. stand out it's like you're like there's there's not really much like form as someone who does dance maybe you understand that there's like an actual like real art to it but i was like okay it's like it's like it's almost like they just said she Move your hands your a bit <laughs> yeah no
1: i think i think on she's like notoriously known to not dance a lot and mm-hmm. i think definitely a lot of content creators on tiktok really jab her for that And there's like this trend, okay, there's this performance where this is like literally one of her dance
2: moves. Yes. Yeah. yeah I love
1: that. Like, yeah, there's a kid on TikTok there's who always, yeah.
2: Oh my God. So they're like,
1: always dragging her on TikTok. It's just so funny. Yeah. But then there
2: you go. You're like, well, what is like, like so many um, musicians or pop stars right now would die to be like a meme. Like, you know what I mean? Their, their managers and agents are like, you gotta become a meme. And it's like, well, so you know what I mean? Like, is that success now? Like it kind of is. Like she has at least like a specific voice. This is the, du- this is the Dua Lipa defense right now. <laughs> um i was gonna say okay l- last thing we'll ask is what is
3: next for you like what do you project in the next little bit that you want that you're excited for that people can
2: expect and we from know you? this is a hard question that we hate be- getting asked yeah, ourselves i hate but... it so much that i have to throw it out of me at you
1: <laughs> so this kind of goes into full circle remember how i told you guys that i got accepted to the phd program and yes. um i'm deferring for a year so um before this whole like pandemic happened. Um, I had like several investors wanting to like uh, invest in my company and there's this one particular individual, uh, she lives in Singapore, who owns her own company and she was making, she was planning to make uh, like an educational app and I was planning to move over to Singapore, uh, help her create this app at the same time like create content for my videos. Wow. and, but with this whole pandemic, I think like that's pushing things a little bit back. So I'm not sure if I'm deferring for a year or two, but definitely that uh, is my next step to really take, um, I guess, like my videos more seriously yeah, yeah. and reach out to other platforms like YouTube. Like I have a YouTube channel, but I don't really use it a lot. Yeah, I think yeah. my, main so- my main platform is like Instagram, TikTok. So I really want to just kind of expand out, make longer videos because mm-hmm. all my videos are like 15 seconds long but i want to really make longer videos and surprisingly like you guys are my inspiration so um you're (laughs) like our inspiration i was gonna
2: say we can definitely help each other because we need help with the two (laughs) things that you're good at and
1: we'll help you with youtube for sure yeah i'm down to collaborate and you know if once this pandemic dies down if y'all come to texas if i come to canada like of course
2: for sure. And yeah, all whilst making a science musical. Yeah, heard it here and first. also
3: like finding a little <sighs> queer science community. I feel like that's something yeah. that it's even, I think more so with our podcast, we've been able to slowly find because it's so much more personal. But for so long, our videos like didn't have us in them. And then we were always a little bit hesitant. Like you said at the beginning, it's like, it's kind of scary to put yourself in the work you do, especially like as a queer person in STEM. That's like so masked in a sense um but yeah it it would just be so nice to like i
2: I don't know meet hang out be friends we have a lot to talk about and to continue to like (laughs) like hash
1: it for sure i love y'all so much like i'm so happy to do this because like i just love y'all okay that's yeah no no it's been so
3: nice to hang out and this will be the first of many hopefully but honestly thank you so much for coming on our podcast for everyone who is listening where where can they find you on what platforms what's your website all those kind of things
1: So, um, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, it's lab underscore shenanigans also on YouTube. Um, my website (laughs) is lab shenanigans.com really, or you can just Google it. It's, um, somewhere on the internet, Uh, (laughs) or I think you can just search up like Darian win. And I think that's like the first thing that pops up. Nice.
3: Yeah. And your merch is amazing, honestly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Thank you guys so much for uh, having me on your podcast. This is so fun and I, I love talking to you guys. You guys are amazing.
2: You too. Mirror Likewise. that. Yeah. Well, so we're about to end the recording now but all you listeners can know we're about to continue our epic conversation somewhere <laughs> else. <laughs> Alright. Thanks for listening.
3: Uh, you can tweet at us. Follow us on Instagram and hopefully comment in the YouTube
2: description. Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. I'm panicking. I'm panicking. Oh my god. That's so funny. We, we did a podcast recently and she had such an epic outro and we were like wait what I'm are you? a fool?" such a fool. It was like, it was like listen to our podcast follow yeah. our podcast and make sure I you mean, use the hashtag and we were like we need we to learn that. how to do this okay but no
3: anyway if you're listening yeah, and you want to chat with us <laughs> if you want to shout out to daria and whether it's in the youtube comments or anywhere let us know Hashtag side note podcast thanks for listening Nailed
2: that. okay <laughs> bye we'll see you next
3: time bye
1: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby